It's another edition of the Clear with Contact podcast live from the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios. Here's your host, Tyler Hughes and Cody Jordan. Well, guys, here we are. We're back for another episode of Clear with Contact. We are in the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios officially. officially. Well, <laughs> it's still a garage, but yeah. Yeah. So it's still, we got a banner. Yeah, we do have a banner. That's... We got a couple little table items. That's right. Uh, so that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, but fitting, want, fitting, gasoline yeah, alley, fitting. That's right. Coming off of Indy Week. That's right. Uh, we have gasoline alley. Our sign up there. That'll probably stay up there. It's yeah. a little neat. Yeah. I've I've actually had that sign for probably ten plus years, and today is the first time I ever took it out of the wrapping. Wow. So, um, I feel special. It's fresh. It's super fresh. You guys should feel special. Yep. First ones to see it. That's right. So o- officially uh, seeing it. Yeah. We yeah. are on camera. <laughs> That's right. And um, hopefully we can release some reels and maybe even put this on YouTube Mm -hmm. eventually. So um, we'll have to cut some stuff out with the edits that we do. We have to dress better. Dress better? Yeah. Man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to dress better. I'm I'm, going to polo it, probably. Will you really? Yeah, I'll polo it. For what? Why not? (laughs) I don't know. We're on TV. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm good with my... I THM mean, I got the, work I got shirt. The same thing. Yeah, we're repping the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios today. So uh, you're also repping Connor Hall. So I am, man. He had a big weekend. He did. He he wasn't too pleased last week, though. No, he wasn't. So uh, he called me last night, and he was he he kind of gave me a little bit of crap. Yeah. He uh he was like, you know, I just want to say, coming from an avid listener, that I listen to your podcast during my long drives every week and I was pissed because I didn't have anything to listen to this week. So did a lot of traveling this week. We did do a lot of traveling. Um so I went to Nashville uh the end of last or yeah. Yeah, last weekend. Last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh I was in Nashville for the GR Cup race. Um I was helping Copeland out yet again. Uh Tyler Gonzalez went on to win that one. We had a great time there, man. I yeah. love Nash Vegas. Nash uh, Vegas. <laughs> it's such a good time, man. You know, being down on the Broadway and uh, going to all the bars was a lot of fun. I'm a big guy that loves to go listen to to music mm-hmm. and sit there and have a drink or two. I love going to the jetty yep. around here just for that reason. And, um, you know, I, of course, every bar you go to down there, there's live music. Yeah. And uh, you get to hang out, and it's it's just an awesome vibe down there. And the live music down there, I mean, I've never been, but I know, <clears throat> you know, the live music down there is potential up-and-comers. Absolutely. Like, you could be listening to the next big shot, you know. A hundred percent. I relate Nashville a lot like um, you would to, like, I guess a short track or, mm-hmm. like, you know, some of the lower NASCAR series where, you know, it's all there's a lot of talent right there in Nashville just trying to make it and they may not have the money to get their songs, you know, pushed up through, yeah. um, you know, I guess radio stations or whatever yeah. it may be. 
and there's just so much raw talent down there. And it's, it's not it's just singers or musicians, it's songwriters, and yep. it's crazy. Most songwriters down there are musicians and singers anyways, but yeah, they can, you know, that's how they make it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a great time. Uh, we were, you know, we were running decently hard just about every night. Yeah. <laughs> we were down there, so I think we made it on Broadway two or three nights, and uh, uh, so we saw, I might butcher the name, Uh-oh. Ken Diggett from Bitchin' Rides. Okay. I don't know. He was walking down Broadway, and uh, Ethan pointed him out. He was like, oh, my God, I got to I gotta get a picture with you. And uh, he's like, you're, you're one of my heroes because, you know, him and his dad, uh, they do a lot of, like, I guess, older cars and yeah. rest- restorations and stuff. He's got, like, his own lower truck. Uh, I can relate to that because I used to have one when I was younger. And um, so he was all you know, like starstruck about it. We all got a picture with him. And, uh, so that was really neat to meet him. And I guess his, his sidekick buddy that, you know, does a show with him, he was there. Uh, he's kind of like leaning in the picture. He was standing in line to get into one of the bars. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I didn't do, what did I do? I don't even remember what I did last weekend. I don't even remember. Where was I? What was I doing? I think I was I in Ocean know. City. I was okay. in Ocean City. I got you. I was in Ocean City. Uh, this was that was the last weekend. Jordan's sister was home. Yeah. So you had to hang out with them. Yeah, it was fun. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. She left the week before. Get your story straight. I know, dude. When we don't do it for a week, it sucks. Um, <laughs> that was it the does. week before. Last week we were we were in Ocean City, but we were with her her friends. Uh, yeah. Corey and Megan came down with the kids, so we went on the boat, did some fishing, um, went out. Play putt putt stuff like that. Just chilled out, so that was cool. That's awesome. Got to see, got to like watch mo- both Michigan races and yeah. stuff like well, Michigan on Monday. But yeah. so, so what'd you do last week? Last I, week? Yeah, last week. Cause I, so I was in West Palm for until Wednesday afternoon. I just worked. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, there's not okay. much Monday to Thursday for me, buddy. <laughs> Wait, so you were still down in Ocean City on Monday though? Did uh, yeah, we came home Monday early, early morning. Gotcha. So she gotcha. could go to work. I and then you. I slept up until I had my alarm set to watch the cup race. Got up, watched the cup race. Yeah. And then, yeah, went to work. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's not much to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounded like my week was a little bit more exciting. Yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah, oh, you were way, having way more fun. Yeah. So, uh, when I, I actually flew straight from Nashville to West Palm and uh, hung out with the Waddells and met Kara there. She had went down on Saturday. Uh, I got in Sunday night. And we went snorkeling pretty much the entire time. And um, we went to the Blue Heron Bridge to snorkel. And the and Mike and Connor went to uh, dive. So uh, Mike actually threw his equipment on me after they were done and let me and Kara, you know, try diving, just mm-hmm. trying to breathe through the respirator and all that. And that was such a neat experience. And I didn't think I would be able to get down all that far because I usually have trouble with my ears Mm -hmm. um but next thing you know like I just kind of cleared them out of like three four feet and I ended up at like 15 feet and that was really neat um to get to experience that Karen Kara tried it um I think I think she enjoyed it she said that she was a little nervous about just sucking too much air yeah um so what helped me was Connor literally just like handed me my gauge off my side because I didn't know I had it. And he was like, at 600, we go up. And uh, 
I realized then how much air I was not sucking. Right. So you, we stayed down there about 10 minutes and then came back up. So that was a really neat experience. And then, um, this past weekend, just went and helped Justin Martz on, uh, on Saturday at Dominion, uh, Mason Bailey ended up not racing. They didn't, um, they didn't get the car back together and they're out of the points. So we just decided that we're going to kind of go in a different direction with him. Uh, I think our next race, it might be this Friday at Wake County to nice. get ready for the Wake County Cars Tour race. There you go. So he will make his Cars Tour debut at Wake. Yeah. Um, we chose Wake just because Wake looks like a very similar South track side. to Southside. Correct. So yeah. um, I'm going to take his old Southside set up there, his old Southside car, and go see how we run. Yeah, if you got any old fenders, I'd slap them on. It's a old body. Well, there you go. Cause you <laughs> might not come back with one. That place is. Yeah, uh, it's rough. You could have a clean race and still end up with just the chassis. So. Yeah. That's so, pretty impressive. Yeah. So we're we're excited. Um, that's it's gonna be cool for me. I've been wanting to try to do some car store stuff. Yeah. Uh, kind of break into the cars tour. You know, crew chief car over there. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to go do that and get those guys that experience and go see how we run up against the big dogs man when's that the end of the month um yeah not this weekend the 26th yes 26th yep okay so might be there never know sweet might have to go beat your ass get some, <laughs> get some revenge bobby's been running well man yeah i was able to watch bobby on saturday night for the cars tour deal ended up i think blowing a transmission out running third i thought he was going to have a good opportunity at the top two uh, just within the cards, so unfortunate for them. Uh, Carson Quapel kind of dominated that race. Oh, that was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, it was Friday, Friday night. That's right. Yep. Um, ace. So, yeah. Maybe get to go back to Wake with him in a few weeks if other NASCAR stuff doesn't play out. Speaking of NASCAR stuff, you got to go to Indianapolis this past weekend. Gasoline Alley, baby. Yeah, man. So you spotted uh, Parker Retzlaff yes, and I Brody Kostecki. Yeah. So how yeah. was that? It was cool. I've never been to Indy. So I've been to Indy. I've never been to the track. Yeah. I stood outside the track, never been inside. So, yeah, it was uh Hold on. Let me stop you. So All right. rolling through the tunnel, coming in, seeing the pagoda mm -hmm. for the first time, What what is all that like for you? Um, Just, I mean, there's so much history there. Yeah, the track goes back is. so far. It is. My first thought was I forgot my bathing suit because I wanted to get a brick. <laughs> so I missed that opportunity. Yeah. Um, yeah, seeing the Pagoda coming in, uh, came in the Oval 1 and 2 tunnel. Unreal. Like, just, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an indie. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I get super focused when I go. Like, yeah. I, do, I do take it in. Like, uh, like so fast forward like Sunday morning I walked you, you I was talking to you on the phone actually I, I go down pit road just walk the whole length of pit road and then walked back the whole length of the front stretch stop the bricks take a picture um, just so much history like there you know what I mean on the front stretch and uh, I don't know it was a uh, kind of like you made it moment yeah but even though I'm not I didn't really make it I just <laughs> I'm a secondary spotter but right. <laughs> I felt like I made it uh, yeah it was really cool that was really, really, really cool. Anytime you get to be in a cup garage in general. Yeah. So to be doing it at Indianapolis was awesome. Yeah, for sure. I So I used to go there as a kid to run the Indy race, the yeah. quarter midget race. And um, we used to run like inside of a parking lot. They would set up a track 
there and that was so much fun i almost won the race a couple of times I actually got moved by ryan blaney for one win gosh um what a hack yeah what a hack <laughs> um i was the hack <laughs> <laughs> little did you know <laughs> um but no man it it is i i wish i could go back and kind of re-experience it because i was so young i didn't yeah. really appreciate it at the time of what indie actually is and yeah I will love to go back, especially for the 500. That would yeah. be really neat. So, but that is a cool place. Yeah, it was. Um, it was fun. I I spotted seven through ten on the road course. So, uh, you know, the long back stretch into kind of like an S type deal, seven through ten. So, wasn't too wasn't too hectic. Had the restart or had the had the choose had to do that. That was kind of hard where we were sitting. You couldn't really see. So, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it was. So, it was, what was the weekend like for you? I mean, like, did you know talk about the race? Some get into the Xfinity race. Yeah, the Xfinity race. We had, uh, like you said, Parker Retzlaff. We qualified, I think, twenty fourth. Um, you know, Parker d- doesn't have a lot of road course experience, so you can definitely tell he's getting better every time he's on the track. Um, the race played out kind of in our favor. Had cautions late cautions later in the race not come out we kind of played strategy because uh, we started on wet tires and ended up coming in on an early caution and grabbed slicks knowing that everyone else was going to have to eventually come in and get slick or, you know get on slicks so we did that and ended up like p5 through the, through everyone coming in so that worked out really well for us and um we ended up with get, getting i think stage points in the first stage which was good for them, going after kind of, you know, trying to get position themselves points-wise for the end of the year. Um, and then, like, I don't know, we we started to strategize to get more stage points, but then I think I think we realized, like, it's better for us to aim for the finish, you know, a better finishing spot than it is for the stage position or points. So that's what we did, and had the cautions not come out, we probably would have been top ten. But the cautions right. come out, then you have restarts, hectic restarts down in the one, and ended up getting shuffled a few times, ended up uh, 17th. So it didn't really work out for us there on Saturday. But Sunday, well, Saturday, so we qualify with Kostecki. Um, first time ever in a cup car. Hasn't tested, nothing. First time in a cup car. P6, oh, let me go back. Practice, you get 30 minutes of practice for your session, you know, your group, and... Um, go out, come down the back stretch, throttle hanging. Yikes. We get two laps of practice. Yeah. We are DFL in practice. But everybody was running like their best laps, lap four and five. We literally got two laps. So yeah. now there's nothing else. Like we're going straight into qualifying now. So we go out for, you know, round of qualifying. The way that works, you have to be in the top five to go to the final round, top ten going to the final round of qualifying. Our first lap were just under a tenth off Van Gisbergen for P5 in our round. So I'm like, oh, oh, he might, oh, he's going to get this because we don't have that much laps on our tires. And he comes out, coming to the, to the bricks and gets loose. He said he bottomed out and it turned around on him and he ended up walling it. So well, we would have started P11 in the race had we not beat Van Gisbergen. Or, you know, if we wouldn't have been, we would have been P11 to start the race. Um, so we had to go start at the rear for 
adjustments or the backup car or whatever and uh started last on race day and ended up passing 20 cars on wow. i mean he played i mean he's a really good driver yeah super good driver in the middle of a run we were passing byron and ross chastain and i mean for your first time in a cup car on a road that's course sporty. that's sporty so um yeah it just you could you couldn't start in the back you saw william byron had the same finish we did because he started out in the back if we would have started up front i would have been really excited to see where he would have ended up yeah um so track position was huge yeah you didn't have any cautions we had one on like lap five that's gotcha. it and then they took out stage cautions yep so we didn't have any of those um yeah so like we were running like we passed all the way up to you know 17th um he was super good like this was crazy he was super good getting on pit road mm-hmm. his stops were phenomenal super good getting off pit road that's not easy to do like at all no, so not not in your first time there no and he was pretty sporty at it so that's where we gained a lot we didn't or well i won't even say gain we just didn't lose a lot right you know we didn't pass five cars and then lose it to him on pit road so yeah he was really good there um good to, uh, good guy all around talked to him a little bit on saturday he's really good guy um yeah so we were 17th and then there was debris in seven we weren't sure caution was gonna come out or not they hadn't called one so we were like look we're either gonna finish 17th or 25th if we come in let's just come in get new tires and then if a caution does come out we're we're up front yeah and it never came out we ended up to, he ended up coming back out and passing 20 up to 20 seconds so we got 20 seconds so gotcha i would have liked to see what would have happened like i said if we started up front i think yeah. we would have been top 10 at least top 10 yeah um i mean van gisbergen i think came away 10th yeah right? uh yeah top, yeah he was top 10 yeah um but he stayed there all day you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, there was no gain. There was no loss. Really, the top three kind of had it between Suarez, McDowell, and Chase. That was kind of like your race. You know, yeah. there wasn't much to it. Stage cautions being gone, I think, you know, we can get into this later, but I, I think it helps the midpoint of the race racing. You know, nobody's saving and waiting for the end. But it also kind of... If you if you don't have cautions and you get sent to the back or something like that happens, your day's done. Right. Like our day was done at the end of qualifying. You know, yeah. you can't really do anything. So, I'm glad you had a good time out there, and yeah. uh, hopefully you get some more opportunities to go back and do Sat- it again. Saturday, buddy. Saturday. Yeah, back with Parker at the Glen Saturday. Oh hell yeah! There yeah. you go. Uh, you have a cup opportunity too, or no? Working on it. Got you. Yeah, I'll, I'll drive. So I'm driving. It's easier for me to drive up there than it is to fly out. So. Yep. I'm going to drive up Friday night, uh, race, you know, do everything Saturday. Hopefully I can get a cup deal midweek and then stay up there for Sunday. Do you have any, can you give any insight on who you might be talking to to try to get that cup deal? Um, or is it not allowed? Is that off the record? I don't know. I'm not vested in the sport yet, so I don't think I can, I don't know. I really don't know. I just have other guys helping me, you know, as a secondary, kind of just go wherever is needed. Yep. So yep. up there, what does help me out is some guys won't use a fourth guy on the back stretch on carousel exit. So that's where you try to find like, hey, you guys want a fourth guy? Because, you know, that's where I was last year. So hopefully, uh, I know that's where I'll be on Saturday for the Xfinity race. So hopefully somebody will kind of, yeah, let's have another guy back there. Yeah. Because we've seen big wrecks back there. Yeah, absolutely. I like, remember I had four spotters when I did the K&N stuff. So. Yeah. It so, helps. I mean, it, it's nice because you can 
you know, high-breaking high zone going into the corner. I mean, yeah, it's it's nice. So, yeah. So if any couple spotters are listening, it's really nice to have four guys. Yep. And hire Cody Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent guy. So, well, let's get into the Cars Tour, man. We had a uh, had a good race in the Cars Tour at Ace this past Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Quapel ends up coming away with a win. Smacking him. Um, his fourth on the season. Brendan Queen, he led a lot of that race and ended up kind of falling to fifth. So, yeah. Um, I was surprised he fell back as much as what he did and i was also kind of surprised he led as much as what he did to start the race i'm surprised he didn't try to drop back and Mm -hmm. let someone else set the pace well yeah the thing is there i don't think there's much saving so i don't understand like why he would have felt you know what i mean once what where you're at is where you're at gotcha you know i mean yeah you don't you don't go you probably know he's a lot better than i do so yeah you don't go super hard like right off the bat so last year like okay so for example like jonathan schaefer we led every lap Gotcha. Right. But and we did. Um me and Marcus, we all talked before the race, like, let's go hard for ten laps, see where we're at. Well, we were straight away ahead. Yeah. Obviously you're not gonna run like that for hundred and twenty five laps. So we just backed off the pace, kept them within five and just played you know, played that game all race. But we weren't like super saving. Like you're not mm-hmm. you know, it's you're not it's not somewhere like, you know, Goodyear or something like that where you, you literally need tire for the end of the race. It's just a little it's not even a bull ring. Well, yeah, it is. It's a it's, bull ring. It's kind of like a mini Martinsville. Yeah, you, you drive it down hard in the corner and drive it hard off the corner. There's no letting the car roll or, you know, do any. You're just driving it. It's yeah. all driver. At the beginning of the race, I noticed, like, Carson Quapple's rotors were glowing mm-hmm. uh, very early on, whereas Brendan's weren't. Uh, Carson and Brendan were running two very different lines. Uh, Brendan was kind of using more of the apron to get in and get off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson looked like he was, you know, kind of committed to staying on the banking. I don't, I kind of wonder if that made a difference because I think Bobby was running the banking too. Yeah. Um, it looked like those guys were able to be there at the end a lot more uh, than the guys who used the, the apron a lot more. Yeah. So thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, I really thought, you know, with Carson glowing rotors as bad as he was, that early on that you know he might fake later on just from brake heat you know build the tires up too much but they never did he, he hung in there the entire time yeah um even by the end of the race even the rear rotors were glowing i was like holy cow he's he's on he's hustling it yeah so uh but yeah it was a it was a good race uh connor hall dropped out early uh due to an incident yeah um mason diaz has another really strong run they're really they're clicking now. Clicking, yeah. Little, he, too little, too late, I think, but but still great to see still, him. Oh yeah, up yeah, front. yeah, absolutely. So, um, he comes away second, mm-hmm. as we said earlier in the show. Bobby uh, was making a charge through the field. He ends up getting in the third and on a restart, blows the transmission apart, yeah. lays down a whole bunch of oil. They had a really long red flag due to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ends his, that ends his night. So going back to the point situation, Carson puts. A big gap back on Brendan again. Yeah, with a four, what four spot difference? So yeah, whatever, whatever Brendan gained the last couple the weeks. last couple races, uh, yeah, kind of disappeared. Yeah, so that's, but that's 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 how it works. You know what I yep. mean? What surprised me is them talking. I forgot, you know, Carson hasn't won a race since Ace. Yeah, and that's unheard of. But when you stack top threes and 
you know, it's kind of like what Brendan talked about when we had him on. You know, you just you have to m- minimize the the damage. Yeah. You know, you got to be if he's going to beat you, it can't be by but one one spot. Yeah. So, which is crazy to think about because you think Brendan just finished fifth, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, you think like in the car store, man, that's not a bad night. But when you're thinking about chasing someone like Carson Quapel, it's like, it's golly, just, you can't run fifth when the guy's da- winning the race. It's a like, damn near dagger. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane how how because you tough don't know, that competition you don't, is. You, you know, thinking about it, you don't think Carson's going to finish outside the top three from here on out. Right. I mean, if, you, if you're thinking about points, like, that's how you kind of have to look at it. Yeah. So that means that Brendan's got to win every race. You know what I mean? Like, that's – now, hopefully for Brendan, you know, we don't wish bad luck on anybody, but you kind of want Carson to fall out some races. Carson needs a bad night for yeah. Brendan to kind of capitalize and to make have up a chance. that gap. Yeah. Correct. So it'll be fun to watch these last what six or seven. Yeah. So yeah, we got Wake County coming up next. So that ought to be a. That's. Yeah. Would you call that a wild card race or no? Just because um, it's such a little bull ring. Easy to get front end damage. Yep. And that's what happened to Connor this weekend. So that, you know that that stuff will happen. Yeah. I mean, it's it literally is a bull ring type yeah. place. If you get a bad wreck up front. Somebody else is getting damaged. Yeah. So. For sure. So, speaking of Connor Hall, what a hell of a weekend that guy had. Um, he goes to, after he, after he leaves the Cars Tour race at Ace on Friday, he goes to Hickory and sweeps the weekend. Doug Barnes is there. Doug really doesn't run all that great. He finishes eighth in both races. Um, so, Connor claims two more full field wins. Yep. And then... He goes to Southern National. Southern National. They only had 14 cars there, so not a full car field win. But it's still a race entered. Yep, and he gets um, a win and a second. Yes. So he he told me last night the guy that beat him in the second race had put three laps on his tires in race one Yeah. and was able to beat him. And it wasn't like a slouch car. It was you know a car that qualified inside the top three. But either way... Uh, when you look at the the point scenario, even for race one at Southern National, uh, it was basically like finishing third in a full car field. Mm-hmm. Now, had Connor won that second race and started since he started ninth, he would have had the bonus points to make it look like a full car field win. Right. Uh, with starting inside the top five. But so he did do that Saturday night at Hickory. In right. The second race. So he he maxed out completely Saturday night at Hickory. Yeah. Um, and you got to think, man, Connor's still got races left on the table at Langley. Yep. And which are full going to be full car fields most likely. Yeah. So we were th- okay. So a couple weeks ago we were talking about this, and we were talking that he might not have the number. He might not get to that number of races. He's going to get there. He's going. He's. I think he's what one away now. Yeah. I know Langley. I mean, I think that was number. He, he won uh, fifteen. He's he was, lost two. I believe he's he's got his eighteen races, and as of right now, there you go. So so now so now you can look at Southern National second race as a drop race. But yeah, he he's got now some races to drop, and um, I think he's up to fourteen full car field wins as of right now. Yeah, and I mean, what's so impressive about this is he's on track to basically max out his national points with wins 
and full full car feel wins, and he's only done it in like twenty some races by the end of it, and he's not even trying. No, so he says. <laughs> he's not like. I mean, he's he's gone to Florence once. I think he's been to Hickory once. Um, or twice. now now twice with yeah. this past weekend's race in Southern National. Like he's not. He's not running around frantically like Doug is, going to all these races, trying to bring cars. Right. And it's uh, it's he's I I I can't believe like he's gonna do this thing with that yeah with this many this little of races yeah. So he's on track to win it. I mean, Doug's only got eight full car field wins as of right now. I mean, yeah. And at this point, Doug's gonna have to chase him. Yeah. I mean, Connor's just going to keep doing what he's doing, going to Langley, getting his full car field wins or races in. And Doug can't just sit there and play around. Doug's going to have to, if Doug's really going for this thing, he's got to chase Connor now. Yeah. And it's not like he can go back to Florence and go, you know, win for win with Connor, you know, while Connor runs up at Langley. He's got to go chase him. And I don't see Doug going down to Langley and and beating him. I mean, Connor's just one on fire, and two, he's he's got six wins to make up. Yeah, at Langley, not gonna ain't happen. gonna happen. Not gonna happen. No. So he better he better bring a big checkbook, tech everything on the car, week in and week out. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen either. I don't think Doug's. I think Doug knows it's over. I think so too. You know, I, I mean. If I was him, I'd go to Langley just to just to try. You know, what if Connor has bad nights? You never, you never know. You know right. what I mean? If you're if you're really wanting to do this and you've committed to this, then you knew this would happen, yeah. could happen. So I I do believe. So after Hickory, I know Connor moved into second place in the national with like 518 points. I think Doug is like in the 520s or 530s. And I believe with going to Southern National, he put himself up in the 550s. So he will come away this weekend as the national points leader. Yeah. So now he's literally just going for drops. Yeah. Dropping any, like the Southern National races. Yeah. You know, that second and first that weren't full car field wins. And he's got a, I think a. He's going to get to the point where he's dropping wins. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, yeah. Like if, if he wants like to a- keep racing, he could literally. Go drop ninth. full car field wins with full car field wins that with bonus points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With wins that have bonus points, which That's is unreal. nuts. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that win in there. Get that <laughs> yeah. win out of here. Give me those extra. That was a one to one. We don't yeah. win them one to ones. Yeah. What the heck is this guy doing, dude? It's so like when I was talking to Connor last night, I was telling him like it puts some credibility back into the national because mm-hmm. like. In the past, it's been known that people run around to a whole bunch of different tracks, run 40 races a year. Yeah, spend a ton of money. Spend a ton of money trying to and win this doing, national. He's doing it 20 minutes from home. Yeah. 20 and, minutes from home. On on weekends, he has off. <laughs> right. What the which heck is, is this? Which is nuts, man. It's He's, so, the kid's going to win the national title plus be top five in yeah. Cars Tort points. Yeah. It's, it's the most impressive national run. I think I've seen in a really long time just because of his dominance. I yeah. mean, he's literally going to go I think I think he posted he's got like 15 wins just this season. Yeah. And the thing is is like 
you're going to have the negative people that say, oh, well, he was just at Langley. Peyton Sellers, Doug Barnes, they all knew he was racing Langley. Yeah. Go beat him. But, but you can't. But even even for the people that just say that, like, how like how do you discredit that? Like, yeah. he's won every single race at Langley Speedway oh, yeah. has had to offer except for the Hampton Heat this year, and he finished second in that race. Right. Like how do you how do you discredit that? You can't. No. It's 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 so damn impressive, man. Yeah. I'm so I'm I'm a proud friend. Yeah, I am too. He's he deserves I had, it. I mean, he he really does deserve it. He he's worked his tail off. I mean, you got to think like I think Chad and that crew has been helping him too on the blue, you know, the blue car. Yeah. But starting the year, that was Connor's deal. It always has been. Yeah. I mean, when we traveled Two years ago, it was Connor's deal. Yeah, let's just go do this, you know. And and he's he deserves recognition, national recognition. Absolutely. So here's here's what's even cooler about this whole story. Connor Hall has never won a late model championship ever. Not not a track championship. Not a cars tour he's championship. Win a national. His championship. first championship is going to be a national championship. Something man. that n- not a lot of people get. Yeah. Unreal. It's gonna be so cool. This yeah. is why I'm wearing my Connor Hall hat today because, I, I, <laughs> oops, yeah, like I, I'm just I'm super pumped for this guy. I hope he, I yeah. hope at the end of the day he gets it yeah. and it comes through for him. You know, if he gets it, you know what I'm super pumped for? The party, because <laughs> you know we're having one. Yeah, yeah, we're having one. Yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a party. So I'm I'm rooting for him in a big way, man. I'm. And and just for my rivalry with Doug, I hope he he keeps Doug out of it. <laughs> like I hope he keeps Doug from winning the national. So yeah. well, like we, like we just said, it's it's not it's really not on Connor to do anything anymore. It's up to everybody else that wants it to yeah. come beat Connor. And I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. He's it's unreal. It's, it's unreal, man. There's no other words for it. So, um, but up at Dominion this weekend. Uh, Peyton Sellers went ahead and swept both races this past weekend. Just to give everybody a little um, tidbit as to what happened, there were, I think, a total of like seven or eight cars, actually competitive cars that came this past weekend, uh, 10 cars total that showed up. They did end up checking cams this week. For um, everybody? Or? Everybody, gotcha. top five. Or actually, they, they checked the top four. Um, so it was... After race two, it was Peyton, Justin Martz, Michael Harden, and G.R. Waldrop that all got tacked. Gotcha. So, as far as I know, everybody passed. Um, You'll find out tomorrow. Find out, yeah, find <laughs> out on Tuesday. But I didn't hear any little tidbits right. going around that anybody had any issues. Um, Tech was very open with what the parameters were, and they were very happy to show us and. They had other data laid across uh, as far as checking the lift and duration and data from, like, all the way back to the 200 lapper at South Boston where they had checked, like, Carson Kloppel's car and all that. Gotcha. So they were very open to show, you know, what the numbers were and where they were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a good process. So you know maybe, that maybe they're listening to Clear With Contact. Could be. Or I think they just caught enough crap from last week from all the rest of the drivers that they didn't they didn't tack it. Yeah. And you know I think um, there was a lot of rumors going around the racetrack, and I think they had to put it to bed, and I think that they did. You know, 
Um, honestly, if you look at the data, um, anybody who thought that Peyton might have been cheating, when you look at the lap time, um, track was very similar from this race to the last race. So I wouldn't have expected it to be any faster or any slower. And when Peyton qualified, he was within three hundredths of lap time from his last qualifying run two weeks ago. Gotcha. Uh, same with, I think actually Justin might've picked up. We were, he was still really tight in qualifying, but ended up, you know, he was, um, he was a lot better on lap time this week yeah. just because I think we got the physical car handling better for him. Um, and everybody else was around the same time bracket. And then in the race, like his fastest lap time was very consistent. Mm -hmm. Now, Peyton was out there playing with us. Like I texted HC after the race. I was like, come on, man. Like. If you're gonna beat us, like give us a target to shoot for. Like go yeah. run the darn thing and like yeah. you know, show us what we gotta shoot for. Um, but those guys were uh really strong all weekend. They got out front and really just kinda rode and put on a show and made it look good. He'd pull yeah. out, he'd come back to us a little bit and um you know, we all just gotta go do our homework. Those guys are really strong. Yep. They always have been. Yep. So but yeah, that's all I got for Dominion this past week. Right. Um, Arca, <sighs> Connor Jones. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you rant. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I, I don't even know where to start. Um, I said in the beginning of the year that Connor's a really good driver. I said that. I said that he has the opportunities to go and make a name for himself. Mm -hmm. Right? You're not wrong. Okay. When. Every time you step into a truck, your name's brought up for the wrong reasons. Every time you step into a ARCA car, your names are brought up for the wrong reasons. You're not going to go far. Yep. I hate that. I, I, I literally hate that for the kid. He, he drives his ass off. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at Friday night's race at IRP and figure out that you spun somebody on purpose I mean tell me if I'm wrong but did it not look like you just spun the guy on purpose to magically get Jesse Love another restart yeah which panned out yep what are you doing you, okay yeah you want to play the team game I'm sorry that's not a team I want to be on if you're going to make me look bad for some other kid to get a better opportunity that's yep. stupid that's dumb why am I paying you this much money to make myself look like an idiot right that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So you're saying it looked like top-down orders to make sure there was another restart for Jesse Love. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to I don't want to look bad. You know, I don't want to look bad saying it. I don't want Venturini to think, "Wow, what what a jerk." You know, personally, I don't think they they might listen to this show. I don't know. But like, it's not just me. Yeah. Everyone I think in the industry Maybe besides Venturini wants to admit to it and yep. say that's what that looks like. Because, I mean, Connor drove a, a decent race up until that point, and then all of a sudden gets to a car, running out of time. Luke Fenhouse is leading. And How all of a sudden we magically get a caution because Connor, I don't think Connor runs out of talent with 10 laps to, or, you know, however many laps to go yep. and just d drive straight into somebody to turn them. I think, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say that he got team orders, but 
I mean, it, do, it doesn't. It looks awful convenient. It doesn't look very good. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I don't want to see, I don't want to see this kid get a bad name. But, like, you keep doing shit like that, that's what's going to happen. And you're right. not going to move up. You're not going to, no one's going to want you to come in and, and be their guy. Yeah. There's plenty of other guys that will come in and be their guy and not do stuff like that. Yeah. And that's what I think, you know, I hate it. I hate it for him. I, I, I know Venturini's, you know, we've talked about how good they are. Obviously, they've got really good race cars. But if that's the case for this week, if that was the case, I mean, first of all, you come off and you about get your 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 head knocked off, right? I mean, Christian, what, Christian Rose, that's his name, right? Yeah. I mean, he, well, was, he was about that close to just, you could tell. I think Connor said something smart to him. Yeah, and or or played it off or whatever. You know, I, I don't. I wasn't there. And Christian Rose just, huh, he was. I think he was about a half a half a tenth off a of crazy to just beat the crap out of him right there. Yeah, yeah. There's a long list of people that want to do that yeah, to I, Connor Jones. Right, <laughs> and it's it's they're they're it's waiting a, on him, and it's unnecessary, right? Like yeah. I tell, I'm telling you, he is not a bad driver. No, he's not. Yeah, he he's proven he can go win decently big races. And, yes, I mean he's won cars tour races. He's, he's won, won races. Five flags. I mean, yeah, new Smyrna. won championships. You know what I mean? Like Speed Week champion. I mean, he's good, but like, God, you're not helping yourself out, man. No, and you're all. not making the smartest decisions on the racetrack. And I feel, and you know, and if and if what I'm thinking and everyone else is thinking about. You know, if this didn't, if this wasn't Connor's idea to do this, I hate that for him. I hate that he's on a team like that. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's my rant. Uh, John Hinderani, you're off the hook for right now. You didn't do much, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it just, yeah, I, I hate it for for those guys. I feel, I feel like, um, I, I just feel like it's just a, it's making Arca look bad. Yeah. It just looks so stupid. Arca looks like an absolute joke right now. Correct. Anyway. And, yeah. So. And it just, yeah, I don't I don't know. And then, you know, because then you do that. Like, okay, so Friday, for a perfect example, you do that in the Arca race. And then he goes and straps into a Thor Sport truck. Well, everyone in that truck field just saw you do that. How do you think you're going to get raced? Right. How Not you, the best. No. Look at Ty Gibbs. Spends a teammate out last year at Martinsville, comes into the Cup Series. You think people are giving Ty Gibbs room? No. No. Heck no. They're not gonna do that shit up here. Yeah. That's how they're. That's how they're gonna treat it. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's not having the truck results he wants. I don't know. Yep. Could very well be. I don't know. Just I, I hate it for him. I. And then if it is him making these decisions, then I <laughs> I hate it for his career because it's gonna be short lived. Yeah. For sure. That's all I got for IRP. <laughs> Other than Ty Majeski absolutely dominating. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the trucks, man, Majeski's been close to winning quite a few races this year and hasn't quite executed. In this race, they just go and dominate it. And, yeah. you know, what a better way to start your playoffs. Than to lock it, yourself in. Yeah, than to lock yourself into the next round in the first race. So, um, he gets the win. And um, I'll tell you who had an impressive showing is short track racer lane lane rigs right. in the P3. spire truck uh what man what a run he, he had. drove that truck 
Yeah. God, he drove that truck. Yeah. He's up there. I mean, at one point, the entire top five was all playoff guys. Yeah. And he's up there just throwing it in there on guys. And and what's even more unreal is how many times he race this year? Five? Nah, many. Six? Yeah. yeah. Maybe? Yeah, because, I mean, he's focusing on more or less bigger opportunities. Yeah. And I, I'm just saying, like, to get into a truck with racing four or five times a year and drive that thing to P3 is super impressive. God dang, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm really glad that uh, they gave him an interview at the end of the night because he deserved one. Um, and for a guy like that who's looking to make a name in the series, looking to try to get some more sponsorship to be able to get a full time ride in the series, yeah. uh, I feel like guys like him coming in on these one off races. They deserve interviews like that, especially when they run inside the top three. Um, it's only going to help them go sell sponsorship, and it's yep. only going to help them be able to get the funding to run a full-time truck ride. Yeah, that's right. So uh, good on the, the TV to be able to make that happen. Yeah. Also had SVG race that race. Yep. He did okay. He did all right. He yeah. was Still trying he to was, figure it out. Yeah, he, he was kind of like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. These guys, guys are a little wild back here. He, but he was very uh, – I thought it was funny the one time when they were like uh, – all right, you're the wave around. And he's like, is that good? <laughs> like, yes, that's good. Go ahead. He's like, okay. Yeah. He, um, I think, uh, I wouldn't say like it was, a. Uh, I didn't, I wouldn't say he overperformed. I wouldn't say he underperformed. I would say like it was kind of right in the middle, um, on how his performance was. I would say it's about average for, you know, your first truck start, um, but either way, like, you know, I think the guy is going to take – he's going to need time to learn yeah. the oval stuff. And, um, dude, what what a harder way to do it than to go to IRP for your the, first time. Yeah. Because there's no real set line there. Like, you just Apex run. is moving all over the place. You're yeah. sailing it into the top. You're driving on the apron. Like, right. where do you run? Anywhere you want. Yeah, <laughs> wherever, the, wherever you think the fa- is the fastest lane. Yeah, wherever you're more works. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. I thought it was a great race. I mean, there were comers and goers, a lot of passing going on. Yeah. I, I mean, if you look, if you look at the race outside Majeski dominating, I thought it was a good race. Awesome personally. race. Restarts are wild. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. So. And then, so yeah. So then Saturday we went to the road course told you how we finished yeah ty gibbs won that race he shoot he was fast yeah god he was fast All, even almanair was like yeah i ain't got another there more. wasn't there there was nothing there we we're racing for second yeah that that i believe is um his first start back in an xfinity car this year isn't it i don't know is it i, I feel like it is i mean maybe i'm not sure could be yeah well he didn't lose a step then yeah <laughs> he's <laughs> That's right sure. back to winning ways you know yeah yep. So going back to the cup race, uh, great story with Michael McDowell coming away with a win in that um, in that race and locking himself into the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, really neat that he got to um, celebrate that win with all of his family too. Yeah, and you got to think, man. So you look at the playoff points. I mean, Bubba's twenty-eight to the good, but you look at behind him, right? And we're going to Watkins Glen. You looked it was good this week. Suarez, Chase. We're one race away from this getting shaken up. Then, then we go to Daytona. Yeah, like which is an you, extreme wild card. You're Anybody not even you're one. not even safe. Like so, the only safe one right now I think is 
Har- who's first, Harvick or Keselowski? Uh, both, I think it's Kesla- I think Keselowski's ahead of Harvick by okay. like three points. It's uh, not a lot. So okay, so they're both like two, 140 to the good. Yeah. So those two, you know, there's. So you think about it. 14th through 16th don't have wins. Two races left. The only one be one. I mean, if we get two people that haven't won yet to win, minus Bubba, Harvick, and Keselowski, this shakes everything up. Yep. It does, man. It. Only one of those two are safe, mm-hmm. really. And I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm Harvick, I'm racing Kozlowski. If I'm Kozlowski, I'm racing Harvick. Yeah. Because you, but, you, you still, man, just go for a damn win and oh, just I, lock yeah, yourself yeah. in. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, you look at date. Okay, so you look at next week. You have a problem early. Maximize. You can literally only maximize if you're one of those two guys. Yep. Bubba is going to have to go for a win because you're you're literally one person away from winning yep. a race. And Chase finished a close second. Yeah. Now he's going to Watkins Glen. So, yeah. So, like, I I feel like if I had to choose someone who's kind of, who could potentially get another win, like at Daytona, mm-hmm. out of desperation, mm-hmm. it's going to be Bubba. Mm-hmm. Because Bubba, I mean, has historically run pretty well at the super speedway stuff. I feel like he's got... You know, probably a lot of good training from Denny Hamlin on how to run these races. Yeah. We've obviously seen him run up front. He's been close on a few, so it wouldn't surprise me to see him come away with a win, you know, at Daytona. And then, so Chase has always been historically good at Watkins Glen, and it wouldn't surprise me if he won there. So, yeah. um, you know, who's that bump out at that point if it locks Bubba and Chase in? You know, it, it would knock out. One of those two. One That's why I said two. you have to race each other because, you, you know, you need to be better on points than he is if that's how yeah. you're going to get in. Yeah, um, for sure. Know, Keselowski, I think, has the best opportunity to win Daytona. I mean, Bubba does, yes, I understand, but, like, man, there's RFK cars. They're coming on. Yeah, they're coming on the right time. Um, I still haven't seen much out of Stort Haas, so I think Carvick would have to get lucky to yeah. win you know he's been super consistent this year he's been right around that spot where he could snag a win but yeah and it's funny we're talking about the three that are in we're not even talking about anyone that's out suarez yeah i mean let's say daniel suarez doesn't go to daytona and win or Watkins Glen. i mean he just had a great right. showing at um at indy at if it indy, wasn't so. for a pit stop bad pit stop he was right there yeah running second so yeah it's it's hard to say it's going to be really really interesting to watch this play out uh i think the picture is a lot clearer after this week with one race left yeah i think so too it'll be uh here's what here's like here's what goes on in my head what happens if we get down to kyle larson chase elliott like last year are we gonna get some team orders oh i don't know i mean honestly like if you're kyle larson and you're here for the long haul yeah, I wouldn't push the issue to beat Chase. And I may or may not let Chase win because three in the playoffs is a lot better than two. Yeah, three especially yeah, from a team perspective, but, for sure. But or no. if you're Kyle Larson, yeah. you just go ahead and eliminate Chase exactly. Elliott. And, right, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, what, how do, how do you play that in your head? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel like Chase has been running well enough the last few weeks to really make a run in the playoffs. And, I mean, he might – Dude, if he got in and surprised us and went to at least to yeah. the round of eight, I'd 
the round of eight would be shocking. Yeah. Well, for me. and vice. But you look at a couple years ago when you had the big three and Harvick was knocked out in the round of 16. Yeah. And he was the top dog. Yeah. It could happen. It could, I mean, happen. It could happen. I mean, it, it's just this whole win you're in type deal is just. That, Nothing's guaranteed. No. Not the only thing that guarantees you is a win. Yep. So. That's, that's what I don't mind it. No, I don't mind it. The best either. thing, the biggest thing to do in NASCAR is not finished consistent anymore. Yeah, swing races. That's Absolutely. what we're all here for. I don't come here to run fifth. Yeah, I mean, some people might, but I don't. I'm also not a driver, so I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the spotter. Yeah, and it creates for awesome racing, man. I mean, it puts on, you know, really just like great scenarios in the race you yeah. know makes these guys run harder and yeah it um, makes it, sometimes it makes them be a little bit more desperate to try to get those wins yeah and points yeah you know like the finishing order is not it is important but it's not you know the only so, the sole thing you're looking at you're yeah. looking at stage points and that's how bubba's gained points like that's how bubba has gone from behind the below the cut line to being decent yeah it's just stage points for sure. So his finishes might not be there, but when you can grab three, four, five, six stage points at a time, gain on these guys. Yep. So. So speaking of Kyle Larson, let's touch on the Knoxville Nationals where he just went and dominated. Yeah, not much to talk about there. <laughs> 50 laps, he led every damn one of them. Kind of just toyed with them. Um, he's just good, man. This is the second one. It's a short list. Yep. Short list of people who have won that twice. So he – uh. Which, hold on, Donnie Schatz is one, like, what? They yeah, said oh, ten, I said a short list. 11 yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie's kept a lot of people from, from winning the yeah. Knoxville Nationals. Correct. He just, uh, I don't know. It's it's the whole, like, you fly in the day of, you know. And you fly take your money it's, and leave. Exactly. Like, is this even really fair? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's unreal. I mean, David Gravel, I think, was going to give him a, a run for his money had they had five more laps. He ran 22nd to second. He had a good shot at him, but, uh, you know, who knows? Larson probably had some left in the tank. Yeah, for sure. So I saw him asking everybody after the race, was he catching me? Was he catching me? Yeah. So. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's special, man. I yeah. did, so I did see him in the garage area walking to uh, watch the start of the Indy race, Indy car race. And uh, I got him while he was, like, not signing autographs. And I was like, hey, man, good luck tonight. And he was like, thanks. You know, like I just wanted to, I'm a dirt guy. I'm going to tell you good luck. I hope you suck tomorrow, but good luck today. <laughs> That's right. So that was cool. That's really neat. i tell you what, I did like his blue and black paint scheme. Uh, the throwback. On, yeah, that was it. really yeah. neat. I hope he I hope he actually kind of keeps that paint scheme. That's yeah. badass looking. That was cool. Well, that's all I got for this week, man. Um, good luck to you up in uh Watkins Glen this weekend yeah yeah hopefully, hopefully you get a cup deal too yeah I hope so that'd be nice yeah we're uh we're heading to Wake County on Friday so hopefully we can go have a decent show and maybe learn a little bit down there and um I'm sure Mason will adapt to that track pretty quickly so yeah for sure that's got to be a track where you just got to get up get up on hustling. that thing yeah so excited to go down there and have a little fun man but uh we appreciate y'all tuned in every week and listening. Sorry we didn't drop an episode last week, but we're back this week. Uh, so please keep liking and sharing our podcast if you can. Uh, spread it out on all social media, man. We need some growth on social media. We do. 
So, um, does this mean Penske's sponsoring us now? Um, no, but is they it, are a dealer for Tyler Hughes Motorsports. Can we so make if, a phone call? Might be able to. I got a phone call in the Penske right now, and I've yet to hear back from them, so I'll have to bug them again a little bit later. Okay. Tyler Hughes Motorsports is your authorized Penske Racing Shocks dealer, so uh, if you need Penske Shocks, call me up and I'll hook you up. So, that, so is Tyler Hughes Motorsports sponsoring this? Tyler Hughes Motorsports does sponsor the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we are in your shop, I guess. So. Yeah. What a sponsorship. Yeah, absolutely. Love I, don't, this. I don't bring much to this table, buddy. <laughs> well, I love this partnership. <laughs> <laughs> this is real fun for me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Please like and share the podcast. Please make sure to follow us on all the major podcast platforms you may be listening on. And we hope you have an awesome week. Thanks again for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clear With Contact podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Clear With Contact. Feel free to share and tell your friends. Until next time.